Better words. Better words. Better words. Hey, thanks for coming on board for another episode of Better Words. The two words that I'm going to take a look at today were brought to mind watching my daughter's field hockey game last night. The two words that I'm going to be comparing are, are pretty easy ones to compare, and, and, and the contrast is pretty obvious, but it still is one to be talked about and, and hopefully brought home the vast difference between the two. And those two words are boss and leader. Boss, noun, a person in charge of a worker or organization. Leader, noun, the person who leads or commands a group, organization, or country. So I'll start right now by saying bosses suck. They just do. A boss is somebody who is in charge of everything. And really doesn't wind up, I find, frequently taking accountability for what occurs. Everything is placed on everyone else. You know, you work for me. Here's something I need you to do. Get this done. There's usually not a whole lot of respect that goes on there. Whereas a leader, a leader can hold that exact same position if it's in business or or in the case that I'll be referring to today, sports. And that leader can can show leadership with respect and not be a boss. Bosses are, like I said, bosses are jerks. Leaders are people who make you feel like you're a value. Well, anyways, what I want to talk about is my daughter's game yesterday. They, they wound up not winning, playing shorthanded. There were a lot of reasons why things were very difficult. And the outcome wasn't the outcome that obviously they would have liked. The, it's a good team that my daughter plays on. And obviously, they'd like to win every night. And after the game was over and they had been pretty much told how crappy they were as athletes and as field hockey players, which they're outstanding field hockey players. And furthermore, this is you know public school, high school field hockey. They were made to feel so terrible about themselves already that they really felt like they lost a game that they should have won. As, as if they were truly in control of all things that could have happened, even with players injured, even with people playing out of position, all of these different you know, issues that you run into over the course of a season. I mean, wins happen, losses happen, that's just the way it is. But at the end of it, what really drove it home to me was the amount of sprints that they were forced to do. And there was really nothing to be learned from it. The only message that was being sent there is, I'm in charge of you, I tell you what to do. You don't have any right to question me. And based on what you've done in my eyes and in my perception of what you've done, you aren't worth a whole lot and you deserve to be humiliated. And that's what I witnessed yesterday. I'm not going to call out names. People who know me know who I'd be referring to. Leaders gather up their troops, look at the outcome that has occurred and said, here's what we can do better. Here's how, here's how we can have better outcomes. And even asking questions. Tell me, what do you think we could have done to have improved this situation? Asking those questions in-game rather than at halftime just describing the bad mistakes that were made or the flaws in people's game. Or if it's a business environment, what went wrong with some type of business transaction or a, a job that uh, a marketing crew is working on or uh, the test results of a test that, you know, I, I'm a teacher had given and, and they didn't go as well. Usually a leader is someone who shows the people that they're leading, the people that they're in charge of, that those people are of value and they're in it together. 
But the biggest component about being a boss versus being a leader is self-accountability. Bosses never demonstrate that the reason why something was unsuccessful might have been due to their own flaws. Leaders will be the first to admit it. Now, I play baseball, and I'd like to think that I'm a leader in my baseball team, although it's much easier when you get older because everyone who's still playing ball by the time they're in their 40s has a pretty good perspective on the baseball game. But I played really good competitive baseball. I played American Legion ball, then college ball, then semi-pro ball. I can pretty much play every position on the field, although pitching is a joke and my wife won't let me catch anymore because my knees are bad. But as a leader, I take it upon myself to try to help the team win at all costs. I have not once over the course of this entire season insulted another player, made them feel like they made a bad play or made a mistake because the people that you're playing with are all human and they are all valuable. People have their strengths and people have their weaknesses. And if you're going to get down on somebody for a, a misplay that they made or being out of position, you can do it in a way as if to say, hey, you know what, maybe next time, we want to play a little bit shallower because this guy's blooping, you know, soft singles into the outfield. Make him hit it over your head. And then if you get burned, you get burned. Or, you know, we really ought to charge that ball so we have a chance of making a play. But it can be done in a way as opposed to saying, oh, I can't believe you didn't charge that. Because if you do that, you come off as a boss. And I at no time ever want to come off as a boss, even though I've had more baseball playing experience at a higher level probably than anyone that's on my team and possibly almost anyone in the league that I'm currently playing in. I don't think any of us really that are playing in this league ever really got paid to play baseball at any point in our careers. I was in a league where you could get paid to play. I just didn't because it wasn't that good. So I, I guess my point is going forward one of two things. If you're in a position of power, of potential leadership, a role where people are answering to you, you can be the type of person that stands over them and yells down at them, or you can be the person that gets in there, gets your hands dirty, and helps with the process. Now, that's not to say that you should be taking over all of the roles of all of the people that are designated to take other roles. I've seen that go horribly wrong. I've seen that happen actually in fast food restaurants where people that are supposed to be manning either the fryer or different things, I mean, you can see it behind the counter. They're, they're just not getting the job done. They're not being held accountable. And the person who's in charge is just doing all their jobs for them. That's just enabling. That's a whole different ballgame. That's words for another day. But as far as being a leader, that's someone who can get in there and say, hey, we need to be doing this. Oh, check those. You know, stay on top of things. You know, if you notice that a player is out of position on the field, it's one thing to say to them, oh, the reason something bad happened is because you screwed up. It's a totally different thing to say, hey, that happened. What are we going to do about it next? So the boss is the person who's just going to stand over and demand results. The leader recognizes that he's accountable for the results. And if you're a person who's not in position of power, if you're a person who is answering to someone, you might want to ask yourself, do I currently work for a boss or do I currently work for a leader? Because I got news for you. It's great working for a leader. My current department chair is an outstanding leader. He leads my math department. I do anything for him. My uh, high school baseball coach was a leader. He, he would get in there and he would he actually run the sprints with us if he felt he was outcoached. I mean, he was 
he, he was one of the first to admit that he might have made an error in how he coached a game to cause us to lose a game. Bosses, you don't want to work for them. So if you're in a position right now where the person that you're working for really is a boss and not a leader, um, it might not be a bad idea to find another place to work if it's within your power to do so. So I hope these words have, have given you some thought. I hope that you are the type of person who strives to be a leader. I know when things get frustrating, it's hard, and, and there's a tendency to want to be a boss. I mean, it even can happen sometimes in the household with your own kids. I know that I've uh, displayed boss-like behaviors at times, although I try and try so hard not to and usually apologize for it if I do. But I'll tell you right now, your kids are going to like you a lot more if you're a leader, if you're someone who helps them learn from their mistakes someone who recognizes the value of who they are as people, independent of the fact that they're just your children. They're just great people on their own. Man, it's really not fun going through life answering to bosses or being a boss. I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Better Words. Come on by next Thursday when we do this all over again. We'll pick a couple of different words and, and consider how the words that you choose might impact the way that you think and feel and act and behave and maybe put you in a, in a better place. 